Welcome to the People Chronicles. My name is Anna Rose, and today on Storied Women, my guest is Deb Deicher. Hi, Deb. Hi, Anna Rose. <laughs> Deb is the founder and the president of Double D Media, right? Yes. Which is? Which is a web and graphic design firm. Okay. And I, because I am a woman, I must have, um, and that gender of full disclosure, I must tell you, tell them, <laughs> that I know Deb uh, for about three years now. Deb has um, been the, I guess, the driving force behind the creativeness of Lunch with Lucille, my novel. Uh, she designed the cover, and she has also been a good friend and a confidant. So, but today, a little bit different. I'm going to turn the table on you. Today I'm on the hot seat. That you are. So today I'm going to, um, we're going to, listen to, to Deb's story. And every time that there is a People Chronicle episode, what we do is we ask that question. What is it that you want the viewers and the listeners to know and to remember from your story? Okay. First of all, I am a Berks County and born and raised. I'm very proud of that. And I guess along with that comes our good work ethic. Uh, when I started my own business, it's out of not only self-fulfillment, but wanting to help other people realize their dreams. And also the major uh, part of my philosophy is to always keep learning and always keep growing. And with the ever-changing graphic and web industry, I am surely in the right uh, for uh, business for that. Uh, as far as a little bit of background, I came to this in a roundabout way. I worked for a golf apparel company, two actually, IZOD and Firethorn, and I worked with all the golf magazines for PR and advertising. I worked with the, all the major uh, golf courses for their promotional items, and I also worked with the USGA on a lot of their open events. And uh, it was a creative industry, and it kind of sparked the creativity in me being there. So this idea of learning, of always learning, have you, even in growing up, have you, were you a learner then? That has always been a part of my nature. Uh, when I was a child, my father and I had uh, trivia games that we play way before they ever had Trivial <laughs> Pursuit. Uh, given your age away, but that's okay. I am. Go ahead, give it away. <laughs> With the history of this area, uh, we have all kinds of amusement parks. If it was a choice between going to Valley, uh, Valley Forge and going to Hershey Park, I like to go to Valley Forge because I'm a lover of history. I'm a lover of all things artistic, uh, and it, it was always part of my nature. Great, great. So, okay, so with this love of learning then, and I know that you also play the piano. I do. You have to play the piano. I have to tell you that I always wanted to learn to play the piano. Wait a minute. I take that back. I always wanted to play the piano. <laughs> But I never wanted to learn how to play the piano. So I think that there's a big difference between those people who are really into learning right. and those people who, who just want to, I don't know, go to the head of the class, you know, <laughs> skip to the head well, of the class. Well, we all like that, too. <laughs> but I know that you like to put in your time. Okay, so, all right, so you, you have this regular, um, I don't want to say regular, maybe a traditional upbringing in the city. Yes. Right? Mom and dad and you. And you're the only child, correct? Correct. And uh, so, okay, so you have this traditional upbringing, and then you get a job, you get married, yes. and then you get the job that you enjoy doing, and it brings out creativity, and you're learning right. as you go. Yes. Correct. Okay. And so 
then what happens? Then all of a sudden, life took a little detour in that the job that I was working with decided to go to another town, not in Pennsylvania. And because of family considerations, like being an only child and uh, wanting to be near my father and other family obligations, I decided I couldn't follow that industry. So all of a sudden, I had to decide on what I was going to do. So no gold watch. No gold watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we are the generation, right, that we thought that we were going to pick a profession. We were going to stay with it and do it forever until we were able to collect Social Security. I know that yes. that was probably uh, that work ethic that we were taught. Exactly. Um, that I, I know that I was taught as well. Um, I stayed in my initial profession from the moment I got out of college for, to, for 16 years until I decided that that's not what I wanted to do anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> In your case, they decided that it was time. It was. Okay, so um, you're a learner. I so am. So what do you do with that? Well, I thought I could either, you know, be depressed or I could look at it as an opportunity. And which did you choose? I'm an optimistic person, so I looked at the glass being half full. So I decided to take what I was good at, what skills I already had, and how can I translate them into something that I could have as a business for myself. Great. So did you do that by yourself, or did you seek out a coach? I pretty much did it on my own. Wonderful. It's like I'm pretty realistic about what I know and what I don't know and what I need to learn. So I started looking around at my PR, marketing, advertising background. What could I do? Now, having worked at a firm where we shot a lot of photography, we did our catalogs in-house, I was very involved with advertising pieces we did in-house, I realized the only thing I didn't know how to do was the graphics that went with the marketing pieces. And that's kind of where I started from to see if I could learn how to do that. Okay. So there was a little bit of self-doubt. I was wondering, could I learn a how little, to do yeah, yeah, A yeah. little. It's like I didn't know if I would be any good at it or not, but I'm pretty fearless about trying new things so it wasn't going to stop me from at least trying okay so well what do you what, how do you, what do you do then you seek out somebody who knows it. what do you do yeah uh first i started seeing what kind of education could i get this okay. was really at the infancy of the internet websites were maybe a few big companies had websites but they were just starting to take hold okay so so backtrack so what year are we t- what year are we talking 99 99 so we, we approached aged a little bit before, but when we were talking about this little change of life experience, how old were you when this started? 44. Okay. So you're really talking about now going out, making a life change. A exactly. Life change at the age of 44. Exactly. And Wow. Um, I was very fortunate that when I wanted to do this, I at least had a background from knowing the companies that came in to help us with mm-hmm. our work. I was cognizant of the fact, like, this is the process. This is how you get a creative piece. And even though I was only the client, I could see what they went through to get us our materials. So that's why I chose to go into a web class first. Okay, so you're talking about going back for a formal education. Formal education. So you've been out of the classroom for how long? (laughs) Never mind. Yeah, let's not go there. (laughs) You've been out of the, the classroom, and you make this conscious decision now, I need to go back into the classroom? Right. Yeah. Oh, well. There's only so much you can pick up on your own okay. when you start. 
So I, I have to tip of the hat. I mean, I yeah. really do have to give you, uh, you know, kudos for that. You know, to be that adult adult learner. I used to teach in a um, in um, a two year school, and you know, right. and uh, um, community com- community college as well. And uh, I always have to really respect those people who choose to go back as adult learners because it right. is that much more difficult. I mean, I couldn't right. sit still to learn to play the piano when I was, you know, in, in elementary school, right. let alone going back after, you know, after I received my formal education. Right. So I have to really, I always oh. I give you the utmost respect. Thank you. You know, that, you know that you have my respect. But go ahead. Keep telling us your okay. story. Okay. So the one thing that led me to web work was at that time you didn't have so much of the digital printers and all this stuff. Graphic design... It was a very expensive industry when you're having something printed just because of the process. Today, with digital, things have gotten a lot cheaper. So I thought web graphics are very easy to do. They don't need to have the high resolution, high clarity that uh, you would for a graphic piece. So I thought, if I can do this and learn how to do more, I'll see if I could do the graphics at all. So I was very fortunate in that I looked around and Albright had a, uh, they had a pilot course for web designers, and that's where I ended up going. Okay, so you, all right, so you, you, you decide now to go back into your formal education. I want to hear a little bit more about this. We're just going to take a okay. quick break here, and then we're going to come back and hear what happens after your 44th year in the okay. survey. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Lamar Advertising. Lamar Advertising is one of the nation's leading out-of-home advertising companies. With over 100 years of corporate history, Lamar has built its reputation as the foremost out-of-home advertising company in the United States. We offer our customers a blank canvas and provide the support to deliver their messages with maximum impact from start to finish. Visit our website for more information at lamar.com. And welcome back. Today we're talking about we were talking to Deb Deicher. She is uh, the owner of Double D Media, and she was just as I'm just going to recap this is that Deb uh, it comes from a traditional family. She marries. She gets a great job, the job of her dreams, I think you yes. could say, right? And then after a couple of decades into it, the position is no longer available for her, and she must make a choice. And she makes the choice now to. To, and to see it as an opportunity mm-hmm. to say, I have learned all of this information right. from this position. How can I use that and take it to the next level? And right. in order to do that, you needed to go back to, for a f- more formal education. Yes. So halfway through your life, really, or more than halfway through your life, so at the age of 45, 44, 45, you decide to go back to school to be that adult learner, that non-traditional right. student, as we call them in right. the academia. All right, so you get this, you go back for that, and you now graduate, well, you get the certificate? I was one of the first five people to graduate from this pilot program. At Albright College? At that time, yes. At that time, it took four months. Today, you can go for web courses that are degrees. At that time, it was so new, it was only certificates. And you went through a whole range of discipline from graphics to web marketing. And uh, some you spent longer on than others. But the one thing was you had to work on it. It's like they taught us code, which when they said HTML code, it's like, okay, it might as well be Greek. What is that? 
uh, you hand-coded, you did what was then called front page. So all this is totally new to you. Everything is totally new. Totally new. Okay, so it's totally new. And then and when you graduate that, did you get a job then? Actually, I was very fortunate. Uh, a man by the name of Peter Abraham had his own web hosting company. He's the, he's the person who helped Albright design this program. Uh-huh. A lot of people do programming and design, which they lump together. Programmers are going to be programmers. Designers are going to be designers. And he helped them design this course just for web design. And then he, he gave you a job? Is that it? And he was always part of the teaching process. And at the end of it, he approached me and asked if I would like to join his company. Oh, that must have been a little ego boost. Huh? It, I was very excited. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, so you stay with him for a few years? For a few years. And my dream was always that... I wanted to do full service, meaning print as well as web design. Okay, so in order to do that full service like you do now, where you are now, obviously, you need to take a big risk, right? So I kept learning behind the scenes. It's like I took a few extra courses, but I also had friends in the printing industry and picked their brain as much as I could because a lot of it is working with your with sure. your art packages and getting to understand, you know, how everything goes together. So while, while I was working, I was going home at night and playing around with different art pieces and seeing if I could go to the next level. Okay, so you, so I'm, so you do. I mean, I, I'll just jump ahead a little here. You do take that risk and you go. I do. And you do open your own business. Right. And things are going along really well. Yes. And then. And then my father's health takes somewhat of a turn for the worse. Okay. He had a slight heart attack, but now he's at the point he can't be on his own. He needs to live with us. He's 84. Uh, this is in 2004, so I've been on my own a few years. And there was never any question that he wasn't going to be with us. Because why? Because I had a very loving parents who were very good to me, and no matter what I was doing, family's going to come first so he moves in with us okay you and you and terry you and your husband yes so i think also as the only child is that it's it's, like you say it's basically a no-brainer exactly he's coming and i'm and right uh, yeah i mean i i have been through having i have two siblings uh brothers Therefore, I'm an only child. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and when my mom got sick, she moved in with me as well. So I do. I, yeah. I can definitely can appreciate that. But yeah. So okay. So da- so your dad moves in with you, and he's ill, and you have to now nurture him and try right. to nurture this new business that you have right. as well. Right. And at this point, every day is different. Mm-hmm. When they're in their 80s and they have certain health problems, you know that too. Mm-hmm. It's like one day you may get a lot done, one may, mm-hmm. day you may get a little done. And one day you may get nothing, nothing done. done. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's where you really, anybody who's having their own business, I think you have to have that d- determination. Even if you're dead tired, and that's where it helps if you enjoy what you do. Yeah. Because you still have obligations to your clients. Yeah, that's true. And I think also, you know, with when it comes to w- being a woman in that kind of situation, is that we're always, you know, juggling those multiple priorities. We are. You know, and I don't know about you, but I got to a certain point in my life where I thought the 
where I thought I was going to have less priorities, you know? And right. I, and I, you know, that there was, you know, when you're youthful, there's all this stuff going on around right. you. But then as I got older, I realized that it's not that it's, there's less priorities. There's just different. Different. They exactly. Just shift, you know? And, exactly. And taking care of a sick parent, uh, it was never on my radar, really, and you know, and right. so, and I run a business. I ran a business doing it as well. Yeah. Um, so now you got you are to the point now where then Dad was sick for how long? He was sick for just about three years. Three years. That's that's a long time. Three years, and I'm unfortunate. I have a very supportive husband, yes. and when he was home, he would do a lot with my father. And that's one thing that can't be underestimated either. You can't do this if you don't have good family support. True. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, the, the, because each, every little ounce of respite that you can get, you need, exactly. to, you need to suck it in, boy. Exactly. Yeah, so having that support system is very, very important. Okay, right. so then, and then uh, Dad is, passes away? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what happened then after Dad passed away? How did you, what happened to you? Well, my work is really cathartic for me. And that's why it was so important for me to stay in an industry that was creative. And I had people that knew my situation that would give me projects. You know, they knew that sometimes, you know, the family situation was going to take precedence. But they all wanted to work with me. So they said, well, you take a little time, which I took maybe about a week <laughs> wow, to recharge. That is a little time. <laughs> and uh, jumped right into it. And I'm very fortunate. It's like with everyone I've worked with, I, not only are they clients, they're also friends. And just like here today, I'm fortunate to be sitting here with a friend who I respect and who I admire and that's also what helps because now you're working with people who not only want you to work and produce something, but they also are supportive of you. And I think that is the most fortunate position anyone who owns a business can be in. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, it's yeah. a, uh, but you always have to, you know, you get what you give. I mean, you know, that, exactly. it's the payback, so to speak. Exactly. You know? And that's, uh, so you, you put it all out there. I mean, you did it for your folks and, you know, and then you took mm-hmm. this, this, this leap of this risk, but with which you th- saw it as just a natural progression. I did, and that's to me, you know, admirable. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, I think that uh, you know, you do what you have to do. We all do what exactly. we have to do. You know? Exactly. And the one outgrowth was, I would have been traveling if I was in the golf industry. My father would have had someone looking after him in the day. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know, have to be there somewhere for a week if I would have had to follow that industry. Uh, sometimes you don't know why things happen, but I am a firm believer that things do happen for a reason. And when I could have him with me, that was the ultimate. It's like, okay, now I saw why this happened a few years ago. Now I'm prepared. Right. Yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, you set that life course, you right. know, and that's what learning is all about. So um, you started this by saying that you were a lifelong learner. Right. And, you know, and, and as I was thinking to you, uh, what you were saying was that you not you not only learned uh, from your parents, you then went into academia to learn there, and then you just learned from life experience. Exactly. You know, and that makes you 
lifelong learner. And that was what makes you brilliant. And that's what makes you a woman with a really fascinating story. Oh, thank you, Anna Rose. So I want to thank you, Deb, for showing up to, to chat with me today on A Storied Woman. And the next time, um, we will have another story about another storied woman. Until then, goodbye. <laughs>